that for professionalism yeah that was a good ramp good ramp spay yeah now we're all ready to that's talk. what they call it in the biz some serious talk radio coming at you now some talk yeah some talk, yeah welcome talk. to the hot new podcast mediocre songs <laughs> great songs they've we figure we've given jp highland quite enough publicity by being the voice of pals podcast a podcast for pals you know you make a good point jp has never come on the show no nor does or has he, he. Nor no does he, he, i think Barely recognizes that it even exists. Exactly. Even though, even though we're linking him to probably the largest audience he's ever had. More people will have heard him sing "Pals Podcast." It's a podcast for pals. Jump up my butt than anyone has ever heard him sing a song about a, a, sad, a sad song about an open house on a rainy day. Exactly. Even though he's played, he's toured extensively across the Northern Virginia demo. <laughs> toured. <laughs> he's opened up Iota. And sold a whole bunch of CDs. Uh, and he- headlined at Ragtime on a weekday. That's right. Weekend headliner. Even though I could have easily brought in way more people if that little chalkboard outside had just called him the name of the band that I told him to. He should just call himself $2 Red Bull Vodka. You'd get so much walk-in traffic. <laughs> so much. Especially in Clarendon. It's such a great idea. I don't know why no one's done it. It's literally the best idea I've ever had. Of course it is, but if, that's exactly why JP didn't take it. No, Spay, we want to call ourselves we were the Royal We. Oh, sorry, that's a much it's <laughs> a much better band name. It's fine, yeah. but all band names are like useless. Hey, I guess he was right because he really packed him in, right? Because now he's a successful recording artist with his very own Every, CD. Everything's coming up, JP. Hey, you know what I never realized? Speaking of uh, band names, until recently, it was a real uh, no doy moment where I had to like smack my forehead. Uh, the Beatles, they don't spell their name like the animal, the beetle, like the insect. They they spell it like uh, keep the beat. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I never connected those dots before. Very different from the uh, from the uh, Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, how do they spell which of course is Which, of course, is referencing the insect. Right, because it looks like a bug. Yes. But yeah, Beatles, most popular band in history. And Man, that is a revelation, Spay. Did you not notice it either? No, I of course I noticed it. Okay. <laughs> now I feel stupid again. <laughs> Thanks. You could have lied, you know. Well, we got a hot show today, right? Uh, we're starting a new century, new hundred episodes here. Yeah, past the after century. our. Um, you know, to quickly recap, I don't know if you went back and listened to our hundredth uh, episode. I can't listen but, to the ones. Uh, it was. Uh, Unintelligible, unlistenable. Uh, there are large, large portions of the show where you're talking to Shappy uh, that doesn't come through at all on the show. Right, where I'm screaming into my phone. And, and I, I tried to listen to a couple bits where I was like, okay, dial in WhackMeSoft. WhackMeSoft at Skype.com. Just type in WhackMeSoft and, it, yeah, it gets painful. Yeah, I mean, it could have worked if you guys were talking about uh, something interesting, but you and Shappy were going on these uh, very boring asides uh, that obviously the general audience would have no idea about nor care. Um, and that, that coupled with the fact that they couldn't hear Shappy uh, really made for a pleasant listening experience. What were we talking about? Milburn Football High School? Milburn High Pretty School? much, yeah. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of inside game. Milburn High School football rules. <laughs> uh, so, yeah... Our hundredth episode is not going to go down as one of our best episodes. It's our most guest packed. It's our star studded episode. It is the best part of the guests is that uh, they would just get sick of it because you and Shappy were going going uh, conversing for like twenty minutes. Uh, Pivero would just didn't even say bye. He just logged out of Skype. Same as Slowjo. <laughs> uh, Ogle's the only one who actually stuck around. And uh, let me re- I, let me find the text that he sent me about uh, wanting to wrap it up. Wrap it up, just like that Chappelle bit. Oh, still looking for that text, huh? Well, this is just good radio. 
All right, well, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, it probably wasn't that great of a tweet anyway. Yeah, well, anyways, he wanted me to wrap it up, but he didn't want to say it on the show. He was a true professional and did it via text message. That is a professional move. That's why Ogle is the newsman. That's why we don't have some Johnny-come-lately as our news anchor. Exactly. That's why he's not here. He's not here right now. Yeah, and he, but he's signed on to Skype, which is weird, because before there was just the two people that are always on Skype. For some reason, they must have it on their phone that show up on my little Skype thing. Yeah, and then he may he may just have it on his phone though. Uh, right, so he's just always logged in. Uh, it failed again, so I'm guessing he's at work. Well, that's just going to eat up his data plan. I know he could possibly be uh, engaging in sexual intercourse. I don't know. Well, let's hope so. Forever, for just because it's fun, it's a good thing to do. You always wish your bros to be having a good time, and usually when you got P in the V, they're having a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just checked our stats. We did get a whopping four hits on the uh, 100th episode Guest Stravaganza. Well, so, uh, maybe because all of our listeners were actually in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One feel- of those is, of course, me doing Q- doing a QC on it. but uh, Quality control. Yeah, I did I did the same. And, <laughs> and I it's, since I do it on the uh, podcatcher, um, that the, you know, the program reaches out and crawls for it. So that's that still counts as one. Whether I listen right, to it or not, right. it's going to show up on there. Yes. Uh, although a new listener who is uh, not a childhood friend of mine or yours or a college friend of mine or yours, uh, uh, New York Pete, he uh, listened and the K-Man said he enjoyed the fact that I was taking credit for him naming his kid Andrew. Oh, that's very exciting. New York Pete, welcome. You're one of literally tens of listeners. No, it's not even. I don't even think we're above 10 these days. It depends. Like, of all time, we're over 10. Of how many are going to listen to this episode in the next couple weeks? Ones? Yeah, we're, in the, we're still in the ones. But that's just good. I'm not even going to say fives of listeners. I, I don't think we're quite there. It keeps us humble, is what it is. <laughs> it keeps us grounded. We don't want to let our heads get too big. Right. Well, we've had a, few, a big, big few weeks here. Yeah, it's uh, been a couple weeks since then. Extravaganza. Yeah, sloppy, sloppy recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, the biggest news is that Padres Jagoff has been having a real resurgence uh, on the Twitter Twitter sphere, blogosphere. Yeah, and you went to something called Pods Fest. Is that right? Yes, Padres Fan Fest. Do you know how I know that you went to Pods Fest? Because uh, you follow uh, on the Twitter. Because I saw about 50- you were being an active social media participant on Saturday. There was like fifty tweets coming out of it, and they were all boring tweets about pods. I thought I had signed back up to Juju's tweets again. I thought they were great tweets. <laughs> yeah, because they were about the Padres, and you love the Padres. Yeah, might as well have been Juju talking about the fucking Saints again. Yeah, we don't. We don't, I, I don't actually mind Juju's Saints tweets. The problem with Juju's tweets were the uh, the ones where he would tweet to Elizabeth while they're sitting on the couch next to each other. Yeah, th- those are insane. Well, I also got annoyed at his Saints. Well, I didn't get annoyed at his Saints tweets. Uh, it was when you're trying to engage in this social media dialogue with him, and he uh, considers it uh, abuse, and he considers it some form of uh, yeah, harassment. Right, yeah. Even though it's really just, that's the whole point of social media is, of course, engaging your readers. Right. And it'd be one thing if it was like on his Saints blog, but well, I guess he has that separate Saints Twitter. So I guess it is to a specific audience. So I was going to say, like, when you're a giant homer about stuff and you pretend that people give a shit about consecutive games with a touchdown thrown record that Drew Brees set and that everyone learned about for the first time after he said it, then I think, uh, you know, you deserve to be, you know, brought that back down to earth. But that's because we followed. Uh, Saints Nation blog. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. doesn't tweet about it from Andrew Juge at Andrew Juge. But yeah. Well, so as you as you pointed out, Saturday was a real resurgence. Hey, I'm gonna grab a beer. Why don't you why don't you regale everyone with your awesome time there? I'll still hear you with my speakers. I'm just not gonna have great comments to talk about how annoyed I well not annoyed how stupid your tweets were. Well, there were quite a lot of uh there were quite a lot of um uh, quite a lot of Padres fans, Padres bloggers out. Uh, of course, it's the annual event where uh, the Padres put on a uh, free event for fans where they can come get autographs, uh, buy surplus merchandise, uh, you know, all kind of run on the field, do some uh, running the bases, throw in the bullpen, uh, meet social media people. So it's, it's a very exciting time for all fans. Uh, obviously even more exciting for, uh, the blogosphere, the Padres blogosphere, yes. where, uh, 
Of course, I was able to uh, to talk with several of them. Uh, RJ's fro. Um, who else did I talk to? Sack Bunt Melvin. Sack. Uh, yeah. Jodes four eight zero eight from uh, Gaslamp Ball. So you know, it was a real a real chance to for us legitimate journalists to converse and discuss the Padres season. His, this guy's name is actually Sack. So, yeah, Sack Bunt Melvin. His name is Sack. He goes by Sack, like Sack Lunch, like from yeah, like uh, from Wedding Crashers. Yeah, or Half Sack from uh, from uh, Sons, from of, Sons of, of Anarchy. Yeah. Cool. It sounds like a cool guy. Like, hey man, what's up, Sack? Yeah, cool guy for a cool event. So how cool were these bloggers? Like, uh, how many vaginas do you think they've seen in Toto? You know, probably probably tens of vaginas. A whole uh, all, as all the, of them. More who's what's a higher number? Our listeners or the vaginas that all the Padres bloggers have seen in the mm, last ten it's years? A tough one. It's a tough one. Tough one. It could be. Uh, I don't know. You know, J Box seemed like a cool guy. Dex oh, is married. Probably because J Box gets so, a lot of boxes. You know, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> bro, talking about vaginas. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, they're they're okay. Okay, dudes. Bay. Did you meet Tom Likas? We'll be up top.com. Oh, I wish I did. Condom jungle. Get all your condoms. Condom jungle on Tom Like. I'm talking about talking about getting laid. Man, I would love to. I'd love to run into our colleague, our radio colleague, our hot talk colleague. <laughs> Tom, you will blow me up, Tom.com. <laughs> I'm talking about making bitches do whatever you want. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Blow me up, Tom.com. Under $40. That's his big thing, Spay. You can make them literally do anything for you without spending more than $40 because women are all begging for it. Well, I mean, that kind of juggle. That's all I got. Yeah, that was a good one. It was good. <laughs> Thanks. I tell, we've been teasing all the characters <laughs> bringing out lately. It's a new era of Pal's podcast. Yeah, we're all about improv and, and comedy. Yeah, I love improv. <laughs> um... What else were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So you were actively participating. Uh, obviously, I was tweeting quite a bit. Yeah, well, I like how uh, you don't... <laughs> you had one tweet that really cracked me up. It was something like, like uh, now that I'm like staying home on um, uh, paternity leave, uh, I got plenty of time to go back to, uh, to like Padres blogging and stuff. And you drew a picture of like a hat with a big dick on it <laughs> like in MS Paint. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was a. It was very timely, Spay. You probably didn't get the whole joke because you're not uh, following the Padres tweet tweets. But uh, no, not at all. That was the big day that they uh, they used some of the prominent bloggers to uh, reveal some of the items for the promotional schedule this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So obviously, I had a nice satire with those uh, those two giveaways. Yeah, but the part that cracked me up was the idea that like you're at home. And you have a new baby, and your wife's taking care of the baby, and you got to do all your your husband and fatherly duties, and then it's like, oh, finally that kid is. We put the kid down and stop <laughs> crying. And then you just kind of like hustle over to your laptop and start drawing MS dicks on stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last uh, <laughs> the last uh, last um, blog post I did, I wrote with her sitting in my lap, the one with uh, Clayton Kershaw using the Jizzomatic. Yeah, Jizzomatic. <laughs> Oh, finally! Oh, the little <laughs> little terror is down for the night, and I can finally get back to doing what I love to do best: <laughs> jizz o <laughs> Like trying to draw the word jizz with a mouse. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I had my left arm full of baby, and my right my right hand was busy uh, creating art. It's like it's like, honey, I need you to take care of the baby. I'm drawing jizzomatic. <laughs> I don't have time. You shut the baby up. I'm trying to draw this fucking vein on the tip of this dick. I'm serious blogging is going on. I don't have time for baby stuff. <laughs> I got to keep that up once the season starts. I got to draw a lot of peens. <laughs> a lot of jizzomatic. Oh yeah. It's like I thought the jizzomatic was a nice new uh, a nice new addition. Yeah, it coincided, uh, your return coincided with the lowest of the the common denominator that you've reached, which is nomadic. <laughs> I mean, is that really worse than a bag of jizz or uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the, the brow cannot get any lower. The brow is scraping the sidewalk <laughs> as far as I, what level the brow is for this comedy. Well, I did have big news when the, uh, the Padres president 
uh, new president has actually acknowledged me twice on Twitter now. Who's the Padres president? This is still a guy hired by the owner, right? Just some some corporate stooge. Yeah, some lackey. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike D. He used to be the president of the Dolphins, and we hired him away. Uh, Mike Mike D. is in the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. So, die. Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he has tweeted me, which at least means he's acknowledged my existence, which has never happened before. <laughs> oh, it's an nice. Are you like, um, uh, get ready because this ain't funny. My name's Mike D and I'm about to get money. Does he ever say that? I should do that. I should do that, Spade. That would be a real crowd pleaser. I think everyone would love that because it'd be like, man, I grew up in the 90s and I listened to the BC Boys and I remember the guy named Mike D and that's the owner or that's the CEO. So high fives all around. Um, what should I do with the blog this year? I'm trying to just, I, I, I don't think I can just draw dongs on the, uh, opposing team starting pitcher every, every day. It seemed to have worked for, I don't know, the last 50 blog posts. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm pulling in a lot of traffic. I just pulled it up. I've got a 6,500 hits so far. 6,500? Oh yeah. Do you know how many Gomez Die Braves has? Probably 6 million. Like billions, bro. I don't know. I haven't checked. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> I haven't checked in a long time. I'm getting some good tweet action though on Pals Pie. We're up to 40 followers. I saw. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm doing a little better than you on in the social media sphere, but yeah. But if I was to just sell out and become a, a New York Mets corporate shill like some people, <laughs> nothing but advertised free jismatic giveaways at Shea Stadium or I mean City Field. I mean, I'm busy. I'm busy with my 82, 85 followers. I have more followers than I'm following. You know what I'm getting ready that's for? Called a, that's called a trade surplus, Bay. Oh, wait, hold on. You know what I'm getting ready for? Yeah, I'm going to the Caribbean, man. Oh, yes. When? Uh, in, uh, in and who is going? In three weeks. It's me. It's me, Island Times Mark Samchi, and... Um, and Bill, Wild Bill Van Hest. Oh, Wild Bill. Wow. He's going to get arrested. He might. Where it's, uh, we've, been, we've been getting pretty pumped for this. That's why I had to do a nice workout today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, beach muscles. I'm trying, I'm trying to get it. I was thinking about doing like creatine. and I, Well, I wanted to just go ahead and do steroids. Because it's like, you know, what's one, one little bit of steroids going to do in the long run? Yeah, exactly. Compared to- I mean, your balls will grow back. Yeah, I'm not worried about my balls. It's not permanent. I'll probably get a little bit more. I mean, I've already got, like, I still get, like, the occasional back knee, you know, a little zig. I mean, if you're going to get it anyways, then you may as well have muscles. I might as well dive in head first into the whole steroid train and then come out looking like uh, something Michelangelo carved out of marble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's from Pumping Iron. But, uh, but basically, I don't know. I go back and forth with I'm still working the tube resistance workouts. I'm still doing the elliptical, and then I'll go, like, two days where I'll be like, all right, I'll just eat salad, and I'll be super healthy, and then I'll lose, like, two or three pounds, like, in a couple days, and then the next day I'll be like, ah, fuck that, I'm getting a burger, life's too short. <laughs> but you are holding the line, yes? Yeah, although I keep, Sundays are bad, because, like, I sit around and I think I'm eating healthy, but then I just eat, like, two bags of, of rice cakes. Yeah. Which still aren't that healthy, even though they say rice cakes on them. Well, yeah, yeah. What I need is like some sort of alarm system where I eat too many calories and it's like, you've reached the limit. You're going to be on the beach with no, no shirt on, man. You can't have any more rice cake. So when is this big trip commencing? Uh, are, you going to be, are you going to be podcasting from there? It's the first week of March is Carnival, which as we all know is uh, Spanish for uh, so long and let's party. And it's... Uh, and then uh, that's it. I'm going to be partying the whole time. So I don't know how I'll be able to podcast. And it's international, too. It's in Trinidad and Tobago. What? They don't have internet there? I don't know. I'm just going to. I'm not going to. like you're calling. I mean, do I have an internet? I mean, I tried to do it from Thailand. Yeah, but that's because you had a Thai ladyboy to help you do all the, the technical stuff. Like they don't have those in Jamaica or wherever you're going, Tobago. Trinidad. You know what I also Tobago, Tobago or Trinidad or whatever. I also had a duh, oh, doy uh, moment when uh, I realized Trinidad is just Spanish for Trinity. It's one of those, uh, uh, you know, Catholic-named religious places. Yes. 
I just was like, yeah, Trinidad and Tobago is two random words. They just invented to name the islands because they thought it sounded good. So there you go. But that's not for a while. We can still hype that up next time. I just wanted to play the uh, this new sound effect I got here. Because we'll be. I can tell the, the crowd. The crowd is already loving that. They have to. I hope they have their earphones in and everything turned up real loud. This also has some other good sound effects, like. Wow. They weren't kidding when they labeled that long burp. <laughs> oh, here's this one might be good. Sounded like Steve O. It did sound like Steve O. I bet it was Steve O. Um All right, I'll put this I'll put this down. I assume you're gonna be meeting plenty of ladies over there. Uh, are you gonna are you are you gonna use this line on them? Pretty what line? How many skins do you think I can fit in my mouth? <laughs> I think that would that would, I think the panties would drop, Sven. <laughs> I can already hear the vaginas moistening from here. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I'm going to be wearing my bathing suit through uh, the airport and the flight down, and my bag is just going to be just stuffed with condoms. That's all I'm bringing. Yeah, totally. And then you know, I'll figure it out for the rest of the way. I, I figure I'll be packing light. I'll have a credit card and a passport. And I can just get by on that. Just can't lose those two things. Exactly. Yeah, you're fine. And then what's the worst that happens? I'll just, you know, buy some flip-flops or a toothbrush or whatever the fuck I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you ever seen this movie Thinner? Thinner, no. Stephen King's Thinner? No. Um, It's been on with the sound off for the last, like, hour. And I guess this guy got a gypsy curse and he wanted to lose weight and... So they put a curse on him where it's, you know, you get what, you know, the gypsy curse is you get what you wish for. And so he's just getting like thinner and thinner. So I think it's from like the 90s. He's just got this like terrible prosthetic makeup on. He's just walking around like, I'm too skinny. It's pretty funny with no sound. <laughs> there's, and then there's a couple scenes where there's just like blood coming out of his face. Speaking of uh, stuff to watch, yeah. I've noticed you have been active on Twitter uh, talking up um, True Detective. True Detective, the favorite. She sounds like a hot chick, right? True Detective. You use that, yeah. You use that last week. Yeah, like a spunky crime-solving teenage girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, like my whole life is now just revolves around True Detective. I uh, I read a couple think pieces about True Detective. I read about the showrunner and how we, his creative process. He was a English professor, yeah, some teacher, and he moved him and his wife out to L.A., and he's like, all right, I'm just going to be a writer. And then, like, two years later, he's, he made the best show ever. So I just watched the third episode. I'm not up to date. I will, I will watch uh, last night's episode probably tonight. So you just found, you just saw the image of uh, Reggie Ledoux. Yes, yes, who I assume is coming out of his meth lab. You don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, but that's what I think. I'll he's just doing. spoil it. All right, that's not really Reggie though. It's Cole Rust. I mean Rust Cole, and he was like fake. It was me the whole time. <laughs> and he pulls off his mask, <laughs> and it's like him. But it's his future and then he woke self. Up. It's his future self, where he's like, I appreciate a little hustle up on that chief, and then he just <laughs> blows a twenty dollar beer, and he's like, go get me some beer. Nothing too. What does he call it? <laughs> Lone Star. Or, uh, yeah, Lone Star. Old, old Milwaukee or Lone Star. Nothing. Nothing too fancy. <laughs> He's pretty much. It, it is the best show on TV right now. Justified is good still, but uh, you know, True Detective is by far the best. Makes Justified look like a piece of shit. That's true. I mean, yeah, Justified is still good. It's actually another good season of Justified. But whereas all they can say in Justified is the occasional like shit and um, like a hint of boob. Uh, what you get? Yeah, there's there's no hint on uh on True Detective. True Detective, you get that the chick who's who um. Woody Harrelson. Oh, that was my other favorite scene ever. But Woody Harrelson just comes over and she's like, "Oh, like I, you know, when I'm wearing normal clothes, you don't realize that I've got these massive, awesome, perfect boobs under here." And then she just takes the shirt off, and it's it's like Playboy supermodel. Yeah, 
and uh, and then and then Woody Harrelson gets jealous. Spoiler alert: he he follows this girl home because she goes home with another guy, even though Woody Harrelson's married. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I, I already saw that one. He beat up the uh, beat up the dude. Yeah, I'm creating the scene for all the listeners where he busts into the house. <laughs> And there's the dude there, and he throws him into the closet, breaks the closet, and he throws him on the bed. And I don't know, what was he holding in his hand? Like a grenade or something? Or just badge? No, it was his badge. His badge, okay. And he's just holding him down going, did she suck your dick? <laughs> like, asks him, like, three times in the most intimidating way ever. And finally he just goes, uh... Yeah, a little, yeah, a little. A little. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so insane that he's like, Oh, all right. You answered my question. I guess that's all I wanted to know. And then he goes, <laughs> you know, I wasn't I was really going to, you know, I wasn't going to hurt you. It's just, you know, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> After he just like knocked down the front door and threw him into the closet and then screamed asking if he ever, she sucked his dick. <laughs> yeah. That's that's when it. So I watched like the first two, but like kind of off and on, like while I was like, you know, playing Candy Crush or whatever. And then with that scene, I was like, all right, I need to pay attention to the show. And then I rewatched them all, and I was like, holy shit. Well, I also got to the end of the third episode where, like, the music is all intense. And they're like, and then we found the fucking craziest asshole in the world. And he, yeah. and he looked like a crazy asshole. So is episode four outstanding? Like, I, I need to watch it tonight. Oh, I yeah, I would have. I would have. Uh, knowing what I know now, I would have blown off the podcast. I would have been like, "Fuck you, Spay. I have something more important to do." Well, I got a baby. We got to work around the baby schedule. Get rid of that baby. I'd be punting that baby <laughs> right out into the street. Take care of yourself. I know. Your we're, own. We're, we're talking true detective here. Throw some twenties at it. Like, yeah. Figure it out, baby. Busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, true detective. The fourth episode is. Uh, better than all the other three combined so far but that's as good as the other three have been and then i was reading uh reading the the story about the guy doing this interview the the head writer and he's like uh so he wrote all of them himself and he's like yeah the first three episodes act one where i just established that we have these like two cops and all this shit and then the next three episodes are act two and then the last two episodes are act three and he's like the first three episodes if you make it through those three then everything gets like a billion times better after that. Oh, so sweet. but it's like if you watch the first three and you're like, ah, this movie, this show's not for me. It's like, all right, yeah, then that's go ahead, then that's okay. I mean, it was going very slow. I was watching the first episode, and obviously, it's it's like made as well as a movie, but uh, you know, nothing really happens. Right. Well, that's where it's like, um, like after- but you but you can tell that it's going to be good enough to just put in the time. Yeah. So then after you get past like to the end of the third. I don't know, at least I was like, all right, now I want to like listen to every word that comes out of all their mouths. And then after you like watch the fourth one, you're like, I can't believe there's still four more episodes. Oh, it's eight episodes in the yeah in the season. So the way they're doing it, and I think the way they were able to get Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey in the midst of the Matthew McConaughey's, yes, is uh, they only they're it's like an anthology. So this guy's just gonna write eight new episodes of a show called True Detective after this season's over, and it'll mm-hmm. just be a whole new set of people. In- cast, right? Yeah. A new cast. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like doing like uh, two movies or three movies all at once, just on TV. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's great, and the production values are as good as any movie. They're tops, number one. I mean, all, I mean, all the actors and actresses are, are movie I mean, the Stars. main ones, they are movie. Yeah, I mean, Michelle Monaghan is a movie star. Uh What's her name? Yeah. Boobs McGee is a movie star. And then the other one, the other great line is when um, Matthew McConaughey comes over all all randomly and he mows uh, Marty's lawn. Yeah. And Marty, as Woody, Har- Woody Harrelson, as Marty comes over, goes, "You don't mow my lawn." <laughs> Such a good like <laughs> hick. He's always got like a big lip of dip in, and he's like, "You don't mow my lawn." <laughs> Let's get this straight. Uh, yeah, True Detective though, like I, I'm, it's I'm already pretty much putting it ahead of uh, Breaking Bad. I don't know, that might be blasphemy, but I can't I can't imagine the rest of the season not surpassing. Well, I mean, it's going to be different because I mean, Breaking Bad, you know, it's a serialized. You, I mean, at the time, you don't know how many seasons there's going to be, and uh, in this one, you know, it's going to be wrapped up in a satisfying fashion. I don't know if it's going to be satisfying. They could totally blow it at the end here, but I'm like. I don't know. Breaking Bad was funnier. It had Saul. It had Huel. It had uh, Bob Bill Burr. 
Bill Burr. Bogdan. Yeah. I like Bogdan. Bogdan was underrated. Yeah. I would say it's True Detective is, is at least as entertaining as Flappy Bird, the, the hot new game that's sweeping the internet. I, I miss Flappy Bird. You miss Flappy Bird? It's been all over the blog. It's the worst game ever created. I heard about it the first for the first time. I heard about it that it was a big deal that the dude who created it quit. Yeah, like it was like even though he was making fifty thousand a day off of it. Yeah. So what? I, you say money can't buy happiness, but it could buy a lot of drugs and women. So. Let's... It really can, especially in Tobago and Trinidad. <laughs> I'm not going to need the money, man. <laughs> I just need to relax and chill in the cool island times. Um, Let them get a handle on my steez. Uh, <clears throat> oh. Yes? So you're somewhat familiar with the Padres blogosphere, right? Uh, yeah, just from all your nonsense. Yeah, my only new idea was to have a, a better know your blogger segment where i send a questionnaire out to blogs that might... probably including probably including you being go Mets die braves i can answer as ken dynamo yeah uh what would funny questions be that i could ask you want me to do your do this thing for you now immediately on yeah. there instead of it's your blog so you should do your own work and i don't get paid for this you don't get paid for your blog either i get paid in uh adsense <laughs> i get a two dollar and fifty cent check every month I don't think I turned on my monetization. I haven't monetized it either. Uh, but you do get a lot of notoriety. Like, what would be funny to ask J-Box or Dex? How long is your taint? Let's get a, a scientific one, yeah. measure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not going to help at all on this. When's the last time you got your dick wet, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And then you can, you can ask questions like, like, how itchy does your butt get? You ever... Scratch your butt too hard and accidentally drop a digit in yourself by accident. All right, Spay. I'll just I'll have some beers and figure this out then. Yeah, why don't you do that? Thanks for your help, pal. <laughs> kind of put me on you're the big, spot you're here. Big, you're big. You're basically a, a, a participant on the blog. I see Go Padres Go. <laughs> I haven't done Go Padres Go in a long, long time. <laughs> you're a well-known Gaslamp Ball contributor. I don't think so. I would love to help, but I, you're, you're putting me on the spot here. I don't know. Ugh. Fine, Spay. Why don't you send me your first draft, and I'll give you some notes. Ugh, I'm just gonna. I'm, I may just skip it. I may just draw thongs. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Hey, speaking of uh, great shows, the um, the last season of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is finally showing on repeat on Comedy Central. Uh, did you not watch it when it was on, like normal people? I never got FFX because it's stupid. <laughs> I would have had to buy the separate sports package just for FFX. Just like you will next season? I'm not, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I assume they still have not added FFX? Yeah, I could either get the extra sports package for $15 a month and then like cancel after the season's over, or I could buy the whole season on Amazon for like 20 bucks, Or I could just wait. Weren't you watching them on Project Free TV? Yeah, but that got to or be... one of your one of your illegal streaming sites. Well, the sites are illegal. Me watching it is not illegal. This is fine. This is distinction there. Great legal minds have all come together and made this conclusion. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court. Uh, yeah, weren't, weren't you watching it though on, on streaming? Yeah, but it was. I don't know. The quality sucked, and I was like, I'll just wait and watch it. Like a... it doesn't really matter for. I mean, Always Sunny. It doesn't matter. It's not a action. It matters. Show it matters to me. Yeah. So what do you think so far? Well, the uh, the first episode... It's not as good as the Fat Mac season. Well, nothing beats Fat Mac eating chimichangas out of a garbage bag. Well, exactly. <laughs> wearing, or, uh, the rum, or the rum ham. Yeah, or wearing the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, when they try to get an award, I thought that was great metafiction. Yes, it was very meta. Where the whole... I, I see you picked up what was blogged about uh, months before extensively. Sure, maybe it was, but I just skipped right all over those. Oh, here's the question. What do you think is better now, instead of going back to uh, True Detective and the um, uh, Breaking Bad comparison, how about Game of Trombones versus True Detective? Um, 
I don't know. I think I got to watch this fourth episode. Well, you're wrong. Because it sounds like that's when things really get moving. Because it's true detective. Well, I don't know if they get, like, the plot. Now, at the same time, it took me, like, four or five episodes to care about Game of Thrones also. Right. Because they're always like... Because in the beginning, it talks about, like, stupid white witches and stuff that really don't play that big a part in the rest of the show so far. My father was Aragon the Stormborn of Deathragon, and I came over to this land, and he married this person, and do you even know that I'm a Stark, and I have to hold down the wall and it's like hey shut up all of you well yeah and you have to go through the whole thing where you don't know any of the people uh i don't know any of the names i'm already bad at names in real life so it's hard to have to track all these families so i mean if you'd asked me at the same point of game of thrones i would have said any show is better than (laughs) but game of thrones did have daenerys targaryen's uh new nipples and uh well it did yeah yeah. i mean you can assume any hbo show is gonna have the have nipples her soft jugs and uh, smooth white uh, skin and uh, hobbit-like <laughs> uh, stubby feet. Yes, and fingers. Um. So yeah, I I don't know. Uh, it sounds like this fourth episode is gonna really open my eyes. It doesn't so much move the plot forward as it just goes like, all right, this like it's so much more badass. Where it's just been like people talking, a little fucking, a little fighting, some drinking, some weirdness, some pontification. This episode, it's like, all right, A+. plus. Okay, well, I'll, I'll let you know after. I mean, I will say the first three episodes of True Detective are better than the first three episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, except for when the, the dude was fucking his sister and then he threw the little kid out the tower. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can all agree it's fun when uh, dudes... But you, but you get all the, uh, you get all the, dra- the whatever, call Drago <clears throat> uh, scenes in the beginning. Yeah, like pouring gold on the head of uh, Daenerys' dumb brother. That was good. When he was like, sorry, here's your gold crown for a stupid man. Oh. <laughs> Did you see that new yeah, Conan? Yeah, yeah. The da- then Daenerys Targaryen's like, oh, horse heart. <laughs> yeah, yum, yum, yum. Now, let me show you how a woman really fucks. Let me fuck you now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Conan with Kale Drogo? Which basically like called Drogo the movie? No. No, me neither. No. People watch Conan? Uh, Conan has, I mean, did you see the original Conan? That was a classic. Oh, Conan the Barbarian. I thought you meant Conan uh, O'Brien. <laughs> Cal Drogo as, as Conan O'Brien. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I thought there was some bit you were talking about that Conan did. <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, Conan, the new Conan the Barbarian. Uh, no, no. Who watched that? I don't know. <laughs> if it was on, I probably wouldn't turn it off, but I haven't yet seen it. On TV. That reminds me. What's the big deal about this? Uh, you know the late, like this, the late night uh, changes. Leno leaving, uh, Fallon taking over. Yeah. Does anyone care? Like our age, like no one watches it anymore, do they? No. Like I don't know anyone that stays up at eleven thirty to watch uh, Leno. No. Or whoever. That was the whole thing about Conan too, and everyone's like Team Coco, and how, it's like you just read about him on my blog. Nobody actually just like watched Conan. Well, and no one's watching him now. Yeah. No one watched him on TBS. So, like, what, uh, I mean, you're a master of business. I assume, you know, Jay Leno is number one, right? Like, he's making money. Uh, yeah, he's still got better so ratings than Letterman. Fallon has all these YouTube hits and stuff, but he probably doesn't bring in as much money off the monetization of those YouTube hits as Leno does. Uh, so, like, what's their game plan? I mean, I assume it's to try to attract people like you and me to late night television again or even younger. And it's uh, I don't know. I think the whole idea is like Leno was only good and he only made money now because like his demographic is still watching TV, but eventually they're all going to die. So you have to bring in. Yeah. So like the stuff with Fallon, like everyone watches his bits that he puts on NBC.com or whatever or YouTube, but no, his ratings aren't good. I mean, they're not tuning in for him. But he also like does NBC think we're going to tune in or that. We're gonna down, uh, you know, stream more of his show now that he's taking over the late night spot. Yeah, well, Leno made like thirty million a year, and uh, they're probably paying Fallon like hundred thousand dollars a year. Who knows? Why hasn't Dustin Rouse done an in-depth industry analysis of this? Have you noticed Dustin posts a whole lot less now? On uh... I have. Yeah, I yeah. I was wondering where he went or if if you scared him off. Hopefully, I did. You should start heckling him on uh, on Pajiba. I'm never going near Pajiba. That site is terrible. There's not one good thing about fucking Pajiba.com. Yeah, they had. Well, this Fallon change seems like a. It seems like it's uh, bound to fail. I think 
as long as they don't have to pay him that much, it's fine. Because all these YouTube hits and all that other stuff, it just like spreads his name out there and gets people aware of it. And then, you know, if they only get like, uh, I don't know, hundred thousand, whatever the how many viewers or how many clicks, they'll sell some ads and they'll figure a way to monetize something, and they just keep their cost down. Like the big thing with Leno is they had to pay him thirty million because he was like guaranteed in the bank. You could sell Metamucil to Midwesterners, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It seems dumb. It seems dumb. Well, they got to. Seems like something I don't care about. There's a lot of attention being given to it for something I couldn't care less about. Right. Well, that's what's weird to me is why bloggers are like writing about shows that like people do watch, and then it's like, oh, what happens about late nights? Like, who gives a shit? I mean, the only one that cares is a uh, stupid Cajun boy or who, the other dude on Warming Glow. Uh, and that's just because they have to recap it every day for uh, their blog posts. Same thing like... Will- and they don't even recap the show either. They just recap whatever gets posted on YouTube. It's because uh, it's like Will Leach and the, uh, the Oscars. Like, anybody gives a fuck, like, what the industry awards go to and all that stuff. Yeah. But it represents, like, all that is good about Hollywood and all that crap. It's oh, like- I didn't check. I, I always skip his article because I check... I read everything on Feedly. Right. On my phone, so uh, and Deadspin doesn't let you read the whole article, so I don't. I don't even click through on Will Leach's stuff anymore. Right. Yeah, I skip most of that as well. But that's the whole thing of like, like late night is like the entertainment TV. You know, it's like uh, it. It's it's still considered the uh, the the best that you could do as far as like entertainment and comedy. Even though it's right. obviously a lie. Like if you're into TV, is the network late night is it? So it's stupid. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they have to put something on, but nobody watches TV that way anymore. It's dumb. Yeah. Totally dumb. All right, let's yeah. talk about let's... some sprots. Yeah, sprots. We have a new Olympic uh, 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 gambling pool going on. Yeah, so I got questions on this. I was talking with Ogle. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this dumb pool the way that you did it? Why aren't we just doing who has the most medals? We're doing both because if you do just the most medals, most me- you need to do two different like, ones. Why? Why do we have to do two? Because if you just do one, then whoever picks first is going to get a huge advantage over the person that picks uh, last in the snake draft. That's the luck of the draw, Spay. Well, we're doing it this way. We, I've done it many times the other way. So what are the standings? I'm looking at them right now. It's on a, a shared Google Doc that you can look at at any time. Uh, right now, after two full days of medals, uh, the scoreboard is Weigel in first place. Oh, Van Hest in second, only 0.5 away. Uh, Ogle has three. You and Derek have three, and I have four. And Stevens is last with 5.5. So the way it is, you want a low score because we're ranking. There's only seven teams that we're considering. There's seven people in the league. And we each get two teams. One team is ranked with most overall medals, and one team is ranked with most gold. And then you average the two scores of where your country ranks on the leaderboard of uh, most overall or most gold. You can look at this chart. It makes much more sense this way. I assume at this point uh, it doesn't really matter because many of the events uh, are not, have not happened yet. Right. I was actually doing a little bit of research while I was waiting you for you to uh, hurry up and get ready to plop. And uh, Netherlands is uh, up at the front. The Dutch have uh, like a bunch of golds and like seven overall medals. Uh, but they're all in speed skating. And <laughs> they're done. And speed skating is like half over already, even though there's only uh, two days of events that have happened. Yes. So they'll, they're they're doing they might be doing better than they had expected so far, but uh oh, sounds like we have a new listener. She is making her debut on the podcast. Right An now. adorable little listener, whereas other other teams are just getting warmed up. Yeah. When it comes to their big events. So uh so with so with the uh, the gambling portion of the way, I was thinking we could uh we could. Go through these because uh, some of the the Winter Olympic sports are really really terrible. Yeah, you know I'm actually not um, I'm not into it at all. I don't have any yeah. desire to watch any of the events. Uh, I'm just not not interested. So far, most of the coverage, as usual, has just been um, the uh, ice dancing bullshit, figure skating, and uh, I know that probably gets the most ratings. Like I don't blame NBC for showing what people want to watch, but it I can only care about like. Sow cows and Lutzes for so yeah. long. 
And then most of it's not even the cool jumps. It's like it's just dancing on ice. I don't know how you. Well, I heard that. Uh, I heard that. Uh, heard that the fix is in in that. Oh, that Russia won because it's in Russia. Yeah, we swapped some votes with them. Yeah, which I like. I like. I like us imposing. I like like us using our hegemony uh, in the Olympics. Yeah. Well, I don't see if it's that much is related to just who is the best dancer. It, then it's Dancing with the Stars. Like, there's no. At least with the with, with the sow cows, you can go. Okay, he spun around three times in the air. Like, if you can't do that, then only like five people in the world are able to pull off that trick. Yeah. But if it's just who has like a pretty outfit and like pounds of makeup on and like shit in their hair, and then they like do like they they're literally like dancing, like doing dance moves. It could be like the scene from Pulp Fiction, except on ice. Right. So at that point, it's like, yeah, it's just judges. Of course, there's going to be corruption because no, it's just all the same bullshit. I don't get that, but I will say this: Tanya Harding. I saw that um, the thirty for thirty on Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. Was that interesting? Tanya back in the '90s, early '90s, very doable. Just saying that. Yeah, of course. We all saw the video. She was nice and fit. She was in good shape, and I thought she looked really cute. And then they cut to her now, and she looks like a hippopotamus. She does look like a blob. <laughs> and and you could tell she like she still spoke like a very stupid, insecure piece of white trash. But then they show her like jumping around in her tights and everything. It's like, all right, yeah, okay, I get it. But. Yeah, I saw what Jeff Gulley saw. <laughs> the wedding night video. Yeah. I guess a lot of people forget that was probably the first uh, celeb uh, sex tape. Yeah. Yeah, before Pam Anderson, I think. Yep, definitely before Pam. Before Paris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before Kim K. <laughs> I know them all. No big deal. Yeah, she was a pioneer. Good for her. Um, Speed skating. But yeah, I like, mean, are you really into watching any of these? Well, I, like, don't, I don't understand how there's nothing had... on. Like, I'm home all day. I'm home all day for another two weeks. Do you really get that I, much I, time? I I took four weeks off. And this is and you're paid the whole time. Well, I I accrued all the leave that I'm using because I never get sick. It's ten years of leave that I've accrued. How do you get ten years if you haven't been with the at you switched jobs recently, didn't you? Yeah, but I've been with the government. And they it just accrues the entire... It's all federal. It's all federal. Oh, so you just keep it from job to job? They let you transfer? Yeah, even when I left for General Dynamics, my uh, sick leave got parked. And then it got reinstated when I came back. Wow, how about that? How about that? Yeah, so uh, I had a lot of leave, so I'm just taking four weeks off. So this is an actual paternity leave. This is just you taking all of your time at once. Well, that's the thing. We don't get paternity leave. We don't get maternity leave, and we don't get. Uh, we can't apply for uh, disability like everyone else does. What the fuck is wrong with this country where a hardworking government employee I know. doesn't even get paternity? This is why Scandinavian countries and Finland are lapping us in test scores because we don't have Clearly. we don't have proper development of our children. That actually is kind of shit. You don't get maternity either, Mister Spean doesn't. No. No, no, same thing. Maternity, uh, sick leave. She has to use her sick leave. Huh, that blows. So you have, uh, so you're on the second week of your four-week vacation with baby? Uh, third week. Wow. See, this yeah. is prime viewing time. You're the perfect, uh, house husband to be sitting at home watching Sprouts on TV right now. Well, yeah, there's nothing on TV, and I'm opting for no TV over watching the Winter Olympics. So- like, I don't, I don't know anyone that's competing I don't care. I saw they were pushing the uh, husband and wife figure skating team. I guess. Uh, the U.S. team, whatever their name is. I don't know. I'm not following uh, The it. one we, I guess we allegedly traded our votes so that Russia would have them win the team figure skating thing. The only name I know is Bodie Miller, and I saw he took like eighth place yesterday. A so, fucking failure. Bodie Miller was yeah. the guy that was like, I'm just here to have a good time, like calm down, it's not about winning, and everyone got mad at him. Yeah, well they should. <laughs> What is zilch? Why? I think that's the best attitude. It's like, yeah, I got paid vacation. I'm out here uh, in some. I know you guys just supported me for four years to uh, train. No, he makes money on a professional ski tour. I know he does. So he doesn't take Olympic money from anybody. Yeah, I doubt it. I bet he takes IOC money. IOC is the international one. Or no, not IOC. The uh, whatever American Olympic Commission, whatever it is. They work all in donations, and if he's making money, he's not getting like they, USOC. USOC is that the name? We'll pay for like his uniforms, but uh, like 
Yeah, right. They're paying for training facilities. <laughs> what facilities? The mountains. Mountains are free. They're part of nature. Bodie will tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I would do. Like he's just there to like uh, blink all the uh, uh, the the Swedish ski team and hang out and catch some tasty air while shredding up some narpow. Getting some real tasty air. Yeah, some sick pow pow. Some sick, sick pow pow, brah. And he's doing it right. And but I would like to see on TV though, like all of the race things, because they're easy to understand. Like I don't give a crap about the ice dancing, and I can go, okay, that guy finished first, and he's sliding down the mountain, or the speed skating, or races. Everyone likes to watch a good race. That would be more interesting to me. It would. And I think uh, all this nonsense of the biath- the cross-country skiing, the Nordic track. But all that stuff's going to end. And then all they're going to be showing is bobsled and luge, yeah, which, which, looks exa- which looks exactly the same. Every single person that goes down. Yeah. Same with downhill skiing. It, like I, I saw the Bodie Miller thing yesterday, yeah. the highlights of it. They're, if you just sit and watch him go down the hill, you're like, man, he did that really well. Because uh, the difference between their runs is like, four feet around one of the turns. Right. And did he do so like it's did he do the work or was it all just gravity? Yeah, it was just science. <laughs> it really is the only sport where like standing is technically more work than like yeah. standing still I mean, is harder to do than So pretty much all he does is either crouch or stand up. Yeah. It's like sliding down a mountain, you don't have to do anything. You take a, an automatic chair carries you to the top. And then you just let gravity take over, and you're wearing skis, and you just slide down. Yeah. Like and I, you're an athlete. I could finish that. I would finish like an hour late, and I would be like stopping myself the whole time. But uh, there you go. I couldn't do a steeplechase. I would get too fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> could do a marathon. Fuck that. Uh, but the cross-country ski, I always thought they should, you know, when you're looking at that, it just looks like a whole bunch of fucking skiers and tights, like, going around in circles or whatever but they should have one of those like mario kart or you know like in video games you're doing racing games like in the corner everyone's just got to wear an rfid tag somewhere on them i'm sure they can do that without affecting their performance and then you know you can see you know here's the the norwegian dude is up in first and here's the guy behind him and then there's the track and you see him do it that way yeah well i saw like the finish i think i saw highlights of the finish of one of those cross-country ones Mm -hmm. it's not like they're hustling at the end they're just Going at the same pace, like there was no rush for the finish line at the end. It was, it's, all these sports are boring. Yeah. Well, the Olympics are boring. And then the hockey, it's tough to get excited about it. Like if the U.S. beats uh, Czechoslovakia or whatever, Czech Republic. I don't care about hockey. Right. <laughs> Wait, you mean La Costa Canyon High School was not a, a hockey powerhouse in SoCal? Amazingly not. Uh, there's roller hockey. Hefe used to play <laughs> roller hockey. Mm. By the way, you know how Ogle's uh, on his whole uh, you can't call it uh, Cali bit? Yes. Uh, I just bought some bowls off Amazon, and they're called Cali bowls. So some people call it Cali. What are they? I didn't. They're just bowls, but they have um, – it's pretty cool. They're just like one solid hunk of plastic. But Oh, I see. I just looked it up. Yeah. They Revolutionizing have, how we eat. Well, they have a little lip on the top so that when you have a chip with stuff on it, it just, it doesn't. it's not a vertical straight wall going up. It, oh man! Yeah. So then the, this is incredible. So the dip gets like the guac gets pushed back onto your chip, and you're like, now I got a nice little spread of of guac of topping on my. Uh, How did dip. you find these? I went on Amazon and I typed in plastic bowls. <laughs> 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 it was like the most popular one, and then I ordered four, and they're great. They're also bigger than the the Target cheapo bowls that I had that were plastic, because those bowls um, barely hold a Campbell's chunky soup amount. And it's very dicey taking it out of the microwave. And not Have smelling. you eaten cereal out of these yet? Yeah, for I had some cereal after my uh, my elliptical today. Is it exceptional for cereal? I, it's fine. I never had problems with cereal before. That was never the issue. Like the bowl, okay. the cereal bowl lips. You know, like they go out. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Soup bowls, the same that you can use for cereal. That's fine. Like that's not a problem because you're I'm looking. You're dipping the spoon in, and then you're pulling everything out. You're not pushing it against the wall. But so does does that mean I want the plastic soup slash cereal bowls? Well, they're still fine. Like I still are use... they all the same? All of these are all the same concept. Yeah, I still use them for for soup and all that other stuff and cereal. But I'm saying they really come in handy if you have like some fucking cheese dip and you want yeah. to get that shit on your chip. And you need... I see they've got a low profile salsa bowl. Yeah, you get that too. 
Outstanding. I'm gonna buy some of these. There's even a toddler one. Oh, perfect. We need that. Yeah, soon. you can now you can give this to Nathan. Hey, do you have a uh, do you have a bumbo chair yet? No, I don't have a bumbo. I have a uh, I have a boppy. You want a bumbo? Yeah, bumbos are for older kids. Well, she'll get there soon. Yeah, I'll get a bumbo eventually. They're worth it. Right now, she's just a blob that I hold. Yeah, they don't do anything for a while when they're that. They just you just swallow them up, make them look like a burrito, and then they sleep and then puke every now and then. Exactly. How many pukings have you had? She hasn't puked yet. Ooh, good. Keeps everything down. She gets the hiccups a lot. <laughs> uh, I did feed her from a bottle for the first time today. Oh, that was good. Did you connect? Did you make a connection? Really connected. Yeah, she made a lot of eye contact. Oh, that's good. Even though she like her eyes can't like focus on anything yet. Right. She can't see anything that's more than six inches from her face. <laughs> uh, dogs are trying to lick her all the time. Oh, are they getting to know her? Do they like? Do they realize that this means that like they don't mean shit to you anymore? <laughs> I think Maggie has realized that. And Maggie's a total like Maggie's gone from like the cutest thing in the house to like like an animal, literally an animal. Yeah, Maggie's demeanor has changed quite a bit. <laughs> oh, poor Maggie. Well, she I can know. always eat table scraps and sleep on the floor like a disgusting animal that she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's fun. Well, they'll, they'll, she'll get big pretty soon. And then you put her in the bumpo chair, and even though she can't sit on her own, then she'll just be sitting there with this weird look like, what the fuck did you put me in? And Her head her head will be slumped over. <laughs> yeah, like just like a slob with terrible posture, but it's like, all right. <laughs> It would be like if you put Vita into a bumbo chair. Or just a Vita sat in a normal-sized chair for a normal human. <laughs> or like when Vita used to sit in a Sentra and he had to open the sunroof so his stupid, poofy red hair could stick out the top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have one other fun event happen to me uh, a week ago. That's good. We'll wrap up on that. Yeah, maybe it was two weeks ago, but this is my uh, dirty bitches story. Tell me, tell me what you would do. If you uh, you meet up uh, a friend for happy hour, uh, and you go to the uh, the happening Dunloring Black Fin, so Dunloring for those that don't know is a uh, right outside the Beltway. Uh, Black Fin is not really a bar; it's a upscale restaurant, isn't it? Yeah, they got a big bar here. It's like William Jeffries or any of those other places. And uh, so uh, so we go there, and it's in it's basically a suburb, but because there's a metro stop, they have some like built up areas and like some. Mixed use, like apartments with some restaurants and stuff on the floor, on the ground floor. So we go in there, and there's two of us, and his wife's going to meet him later there, and we just get a beer, and we're standing there, and every every table is, is taken, except there's one fucking dude with his laptop doing free Wi-Fi, drinking like like a coffee at like 6.30 or whatever it is. Like, you know those people that take up like a table for four with a laptop just because they're fucking losers and they want to sit in their apartment? Yeah. Right, they're not generating any revenue. They're just uh, yeah, they're the reason why those coffee independent coffee places like all closed, and the only ones that exist yeah. now are Starbucks. Exactly. And uh, so we're like, well, this is ridiculous. This place is packed, and I'm like, well, it's there's you know those other bars, and he's like, nah, I already told uh, my wife we'd meet us here, and we're like, all right, well, let's just hover around this dude with his laptop. Maybe he'll get the picture. So we're both good sized dudes. He's a little bit bigger than I am, and we're just standing by this table. We're like. Basically standing, not like staring at him, but on one side of the table and he's sitting on the other. And they're those bar sized tables that, you know, you sit on stools and they're high. Uh, and then uh, we get the thing and then we see the waitress come over and he like gets the check. So we like turn around to kind of wait. And then as soon as he gets up, these three dirty bitches <laughs> come swooping in and they go, are you getting up? Are you getting up? Okay, great, great. We'll get this. And I turn around and go like, whoa, 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 relax, guys. Uh, I don't know if we have to fight over this table, but we've been standing here too. And this one, specifically, dirtiest of all the bitches, goes, no, no, no I'm sorry, we got it. It's ours now. And I don't know what you, what, what do you think at that point? Like, what, what's the protocol? Because I don't know. I'll tell you what I did, but we'll, how, how would you resolve that situation? Um, well, it's similar to something that happened on my, uh, in my bachelor party, uh, I can tell you that Hefe would have said "too bad," and then he would sit down. <laughs> is that is that your preferred uh, method of conflict resolution? Yeah, I mean it was effective, highly effective. And uh, the girl was like, "Well, I'm going to bring my friends over here," and Jeff was like, "Great." <laughs> Called your bluff. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it's not too far. Actually, off. although in his case, uh, it was it was one of those giant tables that like a big round booth. Mm -hmm. uh, that can seat like eight people and it was just this one girl who kept saying she was saving it for her friends so Hefe just sat down with her and glared at her 
until oh, she moved in, in the booth. Yeah, that's a pretty that's that's a much more aggressive move. So, um, but not not unlike what ended up happening at this place. Um, so this so I, I don't know with three chicks. I mean, one of them seemed pretty nice, but the problem was there are these two other just very aggressive, nasty c words. That yeah, kept, they have a few cocktails in them at that point. I guess, but and then they came from like another side of the bar and like ran over, and we've just literally been standing there. And uh, I'm like, now after we've been waiting, and after this guy told me that we're not going to another bar, and I've been sitting here staring at this stupid bald Apple product laptop typing away, dickhead. Like, I want to sit here, but if three girls came over, like, I'm a pretty big pushover when it comes to if they were just would have been really nice and like whiny about it, even. Yeah. But instead. They started saying, "Well, that's not fair." Then what do you mean? Why would you get it? We we get it. Those are the rules. And she kept talking about like the rules. And then when I'm like, "No, I don't think you should just get it." Like we've been standing here too, and she kept bringing up all these like stupid things and like being very aggressive. And I go, "Well, look, how about we split it then, and we'll both enjoy a nice fun time at the bar?" And they go, "No, we have twelve people coming." <laughs> it's like, "Well, they're not going <laughs> to fit around this table anyway. What are you talking about?" Yeah. So she kept going on and on about rules and how I'm being rude and mean and all this stuff. And I go, well, how about this? I'll sit down. You can sit down and join us and we'll both get drinks or you can take off. And then I sat down. <laughs> I think that was a, that was a pleasant and firm way to handle it. Spay. Yeah. And then another, and then after the dirtiest of bitches was like something. Brr, and then the other one tried to say like, but what about, and then go on this whole other logic spiel, and then I just shrug, and then the other girl's like, no, nah, forget it. <laughs> did they glare at you the rest of the time? They moved to some other end of the bar, and then the other guy, who did not really back me up, but just kind of was like, oh, yeah, 14 people, well, you know, whatever, we, my wife's coming, so that's, we're in the same boat. <laughs> that was kind of it. <laughs> then we just sat down, and we ordered, like, a bitch load of food, so we took up all the tables. Um... But no, they moved, they were like, you can have our spot at the bar, and they were they had like one stool at the bar for the three of them, and they were waiting for a table to open up. Yeah, I think you handled it well, Spake, because their obvious assumption was that you would see girls, and you would be like, oh, okay, do whatever you want. That's what I kind of figured, is one of them was just used to like getting her way because she was a horrible, dirty bitch. Was she that attractive? No, she wasn't. Well, one of them, I think, looked pretty cute, and that's what I'm saying. If they just would have led with that one... And it just been like, please, we've been waiting all along and something, something. I would have been like, I don't want to be a dick and whatever. And yeah. we'll stand by the bar. But when this fucking bitch was being a bitch, I'm like, well, me and my friend are waiting and his wife's coming. So why the fuck should you bitches get this table? Yeah. Taught her a lesson. Ugh. Oh, man. I'm just getting angry thinking about this fucking awful, <laughs> awful bitch. It's tough. Bar politics, man. There's no there's no rules. This is not nom. Or there is Nam. There are no it is Nam. It is. Yeah. It's exactly like Nam. <laughs> oh, and there was also the Super Bowl, but that sucked. So, well, we'll cover that next week. Next week we can dig into a uh, birth of my child and a uh, Super Bowl. Wait, I thought we were going to cover like important topics. Let's yeah, let's talk about True Detective next week. <laughs> I thought you wanted to leave uh, the little baby Keen out of it for the most part. That's fine. All right. Uh, was, was, have you talked to Malone yet? Should he, is he, did he come over to like, uh, stab you a few times? He in celebration? came over on, uh, on Saturday. Was he excited? I mean, I guess so. He's, you know, as awkward as usual. Is he a subdued now that you guys are both family men? Uh, he's subdued cause he's not allowed to drink at all, but uh, we can cover that next week. We can, uh, I, I have some, I, I can talk to that next week. Okay. Sounds good. We'll yeah. tease that. And that's a nice new, uh. Uh, uh, topic, and then we can see how the uh, Olympics are going. Yeah, hopefully we'll have our news guy. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. He's still on Skype. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. My guess is he's at uh, Lululemon. Lululemon. Does he ever play that uh, YouTube song, Lemon? <laughs> I'll ask him. You know that one I'm talking about? No. It's where it's called Lemon, and he just goes Lemon. I'll look it up. Spend. Yeah, you can, you can do that. All right. Yeah. Well, you got the song queued up? I do. I've actually prepared with the song. Or is this another mediocre new song that you want to use? That was a good song. That got you real ready to go to listen to some blowmeuptom.com, Tom Radio, <laughs> number one, coming to you, making the bitches do what you want. <laughs> yeah, the bar and some bitch is trying to get you to pay for a table because there's rules. We'll tell you what. 
you just play this song and then you go on PadresJagoff.com. Yeah. At Pals Podcast. Check out all the sweet new followers and the retweet that I got from PFT Commentator. <laughs> and uh and and tell a friend. Like like our new our new pal, New York Pete. Yeah, New York Pete. Yeah. When's he gonna go? Let's get him on the show soon. Yeah, it's a it's a rite of passage for all listeners. Exactly. Oh, and Vita did say that uh, our shows have uh, improved lately. Uh, Couldn't care less. But he did. He went, this was before the hundredth uh, episode, so he's probably going to go back to his negative, his negative negativity, his negative Undou- undoubtedly, mm-hmm, probably. Hopefully, that involves him drowning, <laughs> falling, falling, getting getting kidnapped by the North Koreans. That would be great. I bet if they did one of their little kidnap raiding parties, and then they're like, well, like ah, we fucked up. Turn around. <laughs> it's the size of four <laughs> of us. <laughs> We can just get a limb. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Well, from Monday night and February 10th, uh, happy Valentine's Day in advance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We can have a nice Valentine's recap, Spay. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be both. Oh, no, I'll be I'm sure we both have big plans. I'm going to North Carolina next weekend to visit my brother and his kids. What, so you're not going to be around on Sunday? No, I'll be back Monday. Fine, we'll do Monday. Great. I can tell you I was gonna tell you about how I got all balls deep for Valentine's Day, but I don't think that's gonna, yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. Maybe it will, Spay. You never know. You never know. All right. Well, here's the song and uh good time with pals. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, pals. The podcast is over.